0: Lions, Bengals, and Bears. None of my guys scared. Chase Rumble and any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry. I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money. I pray he leave with his help. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. It's rap shit, I the shit. I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer, I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bobber. So no doubt we got them eagles. We go Carson, win Stefani. Okay, 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 okay What's going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 129 of Electrified I'm your host, Eric Lyons Man, this is the last episode of the 120s Next week we'll be moving on up to the 130s Okay, okay Uh, Man, listen, I'm sorry for the wait I'm sorry for the wait I know I was supposed to drop yesterday But I'm here today, man I started my new job this week So I was a little frazzled Beginning of the week, um, front half of the week But I got myself together, so I'm feeling good And um, I'm here, man So, we got the Nets and the Lakers going at it tonight Uh, That was one of my poll questions of the week Who would win the game tonight The Nets won the poll, but no KD, no AD tonight So it's just, uh, you know, LeBron, Harden, Kyrie I see what happens, man I'm excited for it I am, I'm excited for it. I'm. I'm finally, you know t- Fully tuning into basketball now um, I was supposed to have my guy Friend of mine on here this week But I Like I told you, man I got frazzled So I'll probably bring him on next week To talk hoops But um, yeah, man We got that going on tonight Then we got the AB fight on Saturday We'll talk about that uh, And then last night We had The women's Australian Open semifinals And of course you know the matchup We'll be talking about today uh, Serena Williams versus Naomi Osaka So that's where we'll Excuse me That's where we'll start So let's do it man Uh, Last night I think we saw A changing of of the guard I think we saw it last night And I, I said this Three years ago When we were when we saw um, Naomi beat uh, Serena in the uh, U.S. Open I said this, I said there was going to be a changing of the guard um, You know, the last meeting was in 2019 And Serena beat Naomi in the quarterfinals of the Rodgers Cup But, you know, last night Naomi extended her lead in their overall head-to-head series to 3-1 and if we don't see another matchup between Naomi and Serena Naomi will, you know, end up, you know, winning that series all time but Naomi is uh, just different man she's different she's different and she's be- she's way better than she was 3 years ago way better than she was 3 years ago and that's scary for the rest of women's tennis they should all be very afraid at what we saw last night this this version of Naomi more mature, uh, more grounded. She she was a little nervous in the beginning, little nervous in the beginning. But as soon as she got into her rhythm in that first set, when she won five straight games, I said, "Oh yeah, this this is it." That second, I knew I knew it wouldn't be um, Serena wouldn't force a break because I just felt like Naomi was just in a groove. She found her rhythm, and once she found it, it was a wrap, man. It was a wrap She was she was serving bro She was serving and, and even though her serves Weren't great last night She was still serving Lefts and rights Man I'm telling you man She was piecing Serena up She was piecing her up You know it was amazing to watch I was just I was just here to see Greatness last night uh, You know I'm a big Big Serena Williams fan And I love Naomi Osaka I was just here to see greatness But I was rooting for Naomi I am I am rooting for all the young bucks man Root for all the young bucks I just feel like and this is why I say it's a changing of the guard, which was going to you know take me to my next point. I don't think Serena has I well, I don't I don't no, I know Serena doesn't have anything else left to prove to us. Twenty-three Grand Slam championships. It's just thirty-nine years old, family life is moving going strong, and if this is it for her, I wouldn't be upset about it. I would rather see her go out like this Than, you know, go out and lose To somebody that's not Naomi Osaka To to be completely honest If last night was the last that we've seen Of Serena Williams I wouldn't be upset with that If, If she doesn't go out, you know And have a last hurrah Like a last ride type announcement Like, yo, this is my last one This is my last go at it you know, if she doesn't come back and do like a farewell tour, I wouldn't be upset with it. If last night was it and that was the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, I love you, good night type moment, good night. We thank you, thank you for what twenty years of excellence, twenty years of greatness, twenty years of it. I don't think we will ever see anybody as dominant in their sport. As Serena Williams ever again, I don't think we'll see that again i I don't truly just a beast, just a different animal, just a different animal and 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 like I said on the last pod man you gotta you gotta put some respect on her name you have to you have to you know Serena Williams, through all of the scrutiny and media and yeah she she all she does is you know continue and continue to prevail and overcome all of the outside noise for being a black woman in that sport, yeah 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 you gotta you gotta give your your respect and your props to serena williams and if that was it last night, I thank you for it. I'm glad I was able to witness that yeah, yeah, glad I was able to witness greatness. Over these last years Um, You know like Listen to this man I'm on here talking to you guys About tennis Tennis Anytime I've talked about tennis It's had something to do With one of these two women I might have talked about Federer and Nadal one time But When I talk about tennis I'm either talking about Naomi Osaka Or Serena Williams That's the type of impact that Serena has and the and the type of impact that Naomi has begun to have. She's a star. She's a star, a great personality. Does great things off the court. I love Naomi Osaka, man. Definitely do. Definitely. And and like I said, bro, her, her game is just just getting better. She was very 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 poised last night. Didn't take herself out of the game, wasn't too expressive. She has a great poker face. She didn't show any worry when Serena started rallying when it was 5 uh when it was 4-3 and Serena tied it up to 4-4. Four, four, nothing, you know, no no type of concern on her face. You know, she kept it she kept it on lock the entire match. And, and and prevail, man, and over and she you know, she advanced. So I'm excited. I hope she wins it all. You already know I'm rooting for her. I'll be watching. Um but yeah, man, great match last night. Great match. Definitely was a great match. Um Let's see it. Let me think if I had anything else. But yeah, just like, the, you know, like the I the title of the uh episode, man. Idols become rivals. You know, we we've, we've been seeing a lot of this in sports, you know, you know, guys going at LeBron, you know, younger guys becoming stars. You look at Luka, uh Jason Tatum, you know, all the, you know, the young superstars in the NBA, Zion, you know, who who's you know is we're watching The Throne right now. We're watching The Throne. We're watching the throne You're looking at NFL Mahomes Lamar Deshaun Josh Allen Baker Mayfield We're watching the throne bro We are watching the throne And in tennis The throne is Serena Williams And last night I believe that we have crowned a new Queen of the court Young princess New royalty man Naomi, Naomi Osaka, man She's she's the one to beat now She's the one to beat And I believe if she starts putting together You know, the title wins She wins this one And she starts rolling I believe that she can be If not more, but as dominant I believe that she can go on a run like this I believe that she can have A decade of destruction A decade of dominance You know The 2020s, the roaring 20s Could be all about Naomi Osaka and I think that can be the case I believe that I believe that this decade can be about Naomi 100% Strong chance of that Because she's fierce man She's a fierce competitor And you know that Mamba mentality is installed in her Don't get it twisted man Don't get it twisted But um Yeah man I think that's all I had on that Congratulations to Naomi Osaka And one more time man Thank you Thank you To Miss Serena Williams Okay, so let's get into this uh, Jalen Johnson situation If you don't know who Jalen Johnson is You'll learn about him during this segment And uh, when I read this article from ESPN But he's a kid, he plays for Duke Basketball player Potential uh, lottery draft pick Uh, He decided to opt out of the remainder of the season And he has been catching a lot of heat for it on social media, you know, if you follow ESPN, SportsCenter, any you know any of the sports outlets, they've been talking about it, so you may have seen some of this, you know, and some of the flack he's been catching from from fans and from um, you know uh, analysts and, and writers. He's been catching a lot of heat. So let me read this article by Jeff Borzello of ESPN. So. Uh, let's see. Duke freshman and projected lottery pick Jalen Johnson is opting out of the rest of the season and will declare for the NBA draft according to the school. Johnson, the number 13 prospect in ESPN 100 last season, has, an, has had an up-and-down season with the Blue Devils. He opened his career with 19 points, 19 rebounds, and 5 assists against Coppin State, but suffered a foot injury in, uh, a couple weeks later and missed 3 games. After returning to the starting lineup, Johnson can't has come off the bench for the past 3 games. He, placed, he played a combined 23 minutes the past 2 games, scoring just 3 points in 8 minutes Against uh, NC State this past weekend. I appreciate everything about my time at Duke, Johnson said in a Duke news release Monday night. Uh, coach, my teammates in the program have been nothing but supportive throughout the season, especially during the rehab of my foot injury. My family, coach, and I have made the decision that I should not play. Uh, the remainder of the season so I can be 100% healthy in preparation for the NBA draft. In 13 games, Johnson averaged 11.2.6.1 rebounds and 2.2 assists. This was not easy, but we feel it's best for my future, Johnson said. I have nothing but love for the brotherhood and thank my teammates and everyone associated with the program. Duke will always have a special place in my heart and will always be a part of me. Johnson hasn't played a complete season since his junior year of high school. As a senior, he left IMG Academy without playing a game uh, before suiting up for nine games at Nicolet High School in Wisconsin. We are encouraged by, uh, by what we are seeing medically for Jalen's future. We believe that his decision... In his, we believe this decision is in his best interest, Coach K said in the release. We, ultim- we are ultimately careful with every one of our players and will continue to support Jalen as he progresses toward his goal of playing professional basketball. ESPN has Johnson ranked number six in its NBA draft rankings, the number one small forward in the class. So I I don't understand why everybody's so upset. I really don't understand why everybody is so upset Like, the first thing I saw when I saw the Bleacher Report article And the replies was that he quit on his team First of all, you can't quit a job that you don't get paid to do Jalen Johnson and everybody else on that Duke team And everybody else who plays college basketball They don't get paid There's no salary, there's no direct deposit hitting his account when he goes out on the floor for Duke. There's no checks, nothing. He doesn't owe them anything. He doesn't owe any of us a damn thing. He doesn't owe us an explanation. I mean, mean, he doesn't owe us an apology. He doesn't owe Duke an apology. He doesn't owe Duke fans anything. You see that he has had health issues and and problems staying on the court. But when he's on the court, he's clearly effective. And he clearly has a future in the league where he'll be making money to get, you know, to play the game and risk his safety. And we can pay to do that. So I get it. I get it 100 percent and I support it. We have to stop. We got to stop putting these organizations especially these schools. We have to stop putting these universities before the before the student athletes. We have to. We have to. I don't want to hear about the team. I don't want to hear that because ultimately Okay, I I get it. You know, it's a team sport. You love you love playing with your your teammates. You want to win, you want to compete, but at the end of the day, all this is is a stepping stone. It's all of it this is it's a stepping stone to the to the next level, guys. That who know they're going to the league and know they're going to make an impact. They're not playing four years of college basketball. They're not there to you know four peat, three peat, and the national titles. No, 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 no. We are. I'm here to to get this minimum college uh, play time that I need, and then I'm going to the draft. If we're talking strictly basketball, I'm talking about the athlete side of it, not the student, not the student aspect. Because I want, you know, I would love, I hope these young men are all taking their ed- education seriously and ultimately going to go on to get their degree. But we're talking about the the athlete side, the sports side of it. Yeah, that's nothing but a stepping stone. That's it. It's an internship. It's an internship. It's an unpaid internship. At the end of the day, that's that's what college sports. Ultimately, ultimately, that's what college sports has become—an an unpaid internship. That's what it always has been. It's an unpaid internship. You're going there to hone your skills, work on your game, because you're going to the next level. You want to go out and get a job in your field. We all want to go get out. We go to, if we go to school, we go to college, we go to college, we go to a trade school, but we go and doing an internship or apprentice, um, apprenticeship. That's what it is, right? You do that, you're learning You're not getting paid to do it, but you're learning You're doing something that you will you love You're not getting paid for it But you'll uh, you'll put yourself in a position To go get paid to do what you love And that's all that college sports is And that's all it is Jalen Johnson is an intern for Duke He's an intern for Duke basketball Because he he, he wants to go work for the NBA So in order to do that He has to keep himself He has to be the best him He can't go out and risk the injury that he already has. He can't go out there and risk that, especially when he's not getting playtime. You know, the playtime that he probably feels like he deserves after the injury. Things, you know, things turn, you know, rotations change. And he's, it seems like he never was able to get his footing. No, no pun intended. Wasn't able to get his footing back. So he loses a grip on what's going on with the team. Okay. I'm not gonna be getting many minutes anymore why go out there for less minutes and risk injuring yourself further and lowering lowering your draft stock when it's already as high as it is so I get it yeah opt out save yourself save yourself because there's no need you did what you had to do let's go to the next level let's go to the next level so I'm not called we're not gonna call him a quitter we're not gonna call him anything. Other than a businessman Because that's is what he is He's protecting himself And his brand And his future You cannot fault him for that You guys have to stop Picking these organizations Over the players And that's exactly What Draymond was saying he, I mean he wasn't saying What I just said But he was, he was just talking about How the organizations How they move Versus how the players move Over. Oh, don't worry that's next We're going to get into that next actually after I wrap this up, but we're going to get into that next, and I'm going to play that entire clip for you guys. But yeah, man, you guys, we, we, you got to stop siding with the machine. You got to stop siding with the machine. You have to, you have to. I don't, I don't understand how how these reporters, these writers, man, can just flip the script like it was like he like it was a big deal. He didn't, he didn't. Uh, throw any chairs on a bench he didn't he handled it in the most respectful way he could he just opted out he opted out and you know like i said he's not he doesn't get paid to play basketball right now he made the best decision for him it's a business decision that's it and that's all i y'all not gonna keep telling these kids that they can't they can even they can't even they can barely transfer. Like it they they go through a lot just to do that. Like and these their coaches can do whatever they want, they can get whatever job they want and get paid millions. But it's a problem when a player wants to control their own fate and wants to make the best decisions for them and not what's best for the university because at the end of the day it's really not about the team. It's not about the players. It's not about the team. It's about the university. It's about how far they can how far the team can go. How far can Duke go for the university? How car, how far can the Duke basketball team go for the university? How how much money can they bring in for the university? How much how many championships can they win for the university? That's all it is. It's all about the organization. So when these when these players make decisions for themselves that don't necessarily agree with the organization, then they shouldn't get slandered for that. It's about them. They're the ones on the court. They're the ones risking their bodies, not us, not the coaches, not the writers. So, yeah, man, I y'all got to relax. Y'all got to relax. But this is why... That Jay, Draymond clip is so important because it doesn't stop in college. It starts in college and it just continues to the NBA, man. These organizations are something else. They are something else, especially at the pro level. So what we can do now, I'm going to play the full, in full, I'm going to play Draymond's clip in full and then we'll discuss it.
1: Um, I would like to talk about something that's really bothering me and, uh, It's the treatment of players in this league to to watch Andre Drummond before the game uh, sit on the sideline, then go to the bat, and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bull because when James Harden asked for a trade and essentially dogged it, I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for wanting to go to a different team, and everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy, and then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer, and he's not good in someone's locker room, and he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench, you know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out, that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game. And we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a, but a team can say they're trading you, and that man is to stay in shape. He is to stay professional. And if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this, you can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, $100,000 or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond's getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh my mental health is off, everybody go crazy about that too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great, to come out here and be in shape, to produce for fans every single night and most importantly, to help your team win. Do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally? But as players, we're told to, ah, no, you can't say that, you can't say this, but teams can? It goes along the same lines of when when everyone wants to say, oh man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. At some point, the players must be respected in these situations and it's ridiculous and I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow or Wednesday. Thanks for watching ESPN on YouTube. For live streaming sports and premium content, subscribe to ESPN Plus.
0: Man, listen, Draymond didn't tell a single lie. He didn't tell a single lie. He didn't. And just like the Jalen Johnson situation, we have to stop taking the side of the machine. We cannot keep Agreeing with these organizations Because of the way that the media spends situations Look I give Kyrie a lot of grief in my group messaging on Twitter. i have really tried to keep that away from here because I don't, I'm not, you know, I make jokes about Kyrie, but it's not, it's never about his mental health. I, I didn't make any jokes about that situation. Have I joked about Kyrie saying the earth is flat? Yes. Do I joke about him being a Robin? Absolutely. But it's all basketball related. I keep that, you know, we, we keep it professional here mental health is serious. I I'm a, I, you know, I consider myself to be a mental health advocate because I take mental health seriously. As a person who has struggled with mental health and continues, you know, to deal with certain battles in my own head, I take that seriously. So when other people don't take it seriously, yeah, it, it it's it's not to be taken lightly. Especially when your employer doesn't take it seriously when the people you work for don't take it seriously and then outside people outside looking in the media they don't take it seriously they they try to make you into this villain they try to make you into like you're crazy or you don't know what's going on with your own life but they don't know that the game is taxing they don't know that being black In this game is taxing They don't know being black in this country Is taxing There are a lot of things that weigh on the minds Of these players that millions and millions Upon millions of dollars In endorsements and fame Cannot take away It's simple as that, so we have to stop being on the side of these organizations Because at the end of the day, these are men first These are human beings, people first, with feelings, with thoughts That's it and that's all, before they're your favorite player Before they're your most hated player So when we talk about mental health and taking a mental health day I would love, you know, if if the, 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 the nine to fives that I work, the jobs that I work would we'll be like, sure, Eric, take a mental health day paid mental health day. Take it. But we don't get we're not afforded that luxury. And a lot of us in this country, a lot of us in this world, we all deal with things that weigh heavily on our mental well-being. We may not admit it. We may not even admit it to ourselves. But we all have things that bother us And sometimes we just don't want to go Whether it's work, the gym Hell, some of us don't even want to get out of the bed School, whatever the case may be Whatever it is that gets you out of bed Or whatever it is that you are obligated to You know, attend or obligated to show your face in Sometimes you just don't feel like it Sometimes there are things that just You know a a dark cloud over you Or you just have too much On your plate and on your mind Where you don't want to go Your body just won't go So We don't get afforded the luxury to say Yo I want a mental health day I need to take some time off to get my mind Together Unless you're sick or you know You're having a a definite family Most jobs don't want to hear that So, NBA players, professional. I'm all for it, man. Take the time you need. Take time, all take all the time you need, and and you shouldn't be judged, or you shouldn't, and you shouldn't be crucified for that. One hundred percent. So, that portion of it, absolutely. Then you look at the business aspect of it. Look at the business. You look at p- p- teams trading players. In the middle of games I've seen it multiple times And you know Bleacher Report ESPN I thought it was funny I thought because I didn't know that could happen At first I thought it was funny You know Seeing guys Having to check out of the game And finding out They getting traded on the bench Or finding out Like you know He, he talked about the, the boogie situation Getting traded in, in, in the middle of an interview But then you take a step back And you realize it's not funny. It's not. It's not. This is somebody's life changing. This is somebody having you know their family's life changed depending on you know if they have people who live with them. They're going to be moving depending on you know these these are people these are people's lives right here. These are people's lives. So when teams are able to just at the drop of a dime change somebody's life whether it's for the better or or for better or worse when they can do that without a without a hitch no 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 problem at all they can do that but a player can't want to change they can't be outspoken about changing their own situation but an organization can change their situation whenever they feel like it but a player they can't do that they gotta, they gotta be quiet. They have to act like Jerry Mann said. You gotta be professional. You're, you, they're the ones who have to keep it together. But these organizations, they get to do and say whatever they want. And You know, I've seen people in the comments on YouTube, on the YouTube comments, and then on Twitter, of course, social social media, talking about, oh man, you know, they, these these teams, they 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 pay these players millions and. Of course, you know, that's who you're obligated That's who you work for They get to do whatever they want Blah, blah, blah No, 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 no This is just like how, you know, they treat Amazon workers You know, there's no union in Amazon Amazon employees are probably the most expendable employees on the planet Because the way they hire and the way they easily replace employees It's a whole mess Amazon is a whole mess Speaking former employee here, so I think of it that way. <laughs> these ca- these players, they 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 shouldn't be told that they can't have an opinion out loud about their situation because their employer feeds them. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I don't think that's fair to say. They're the ones That's busting their tails Day in day out They're the ones on the road They're the ones putting their bodies on the line Night in night out Not some man in a suit Not some man sitting in a press box No the players are Just like the Deshaun Watson situation If guys aren't happy They're not happy I don't care how much they make If you are not happy with your situation You are going to want to change it And you should have every right I don't get it I don't get it I don't get how How can you be a fan of this game And be okay You know watching NBA players or NFL players Essentially Be pawns In this big game of chess They shouldn't be pawns they shouldn't be pawns. It should be equal and equal playing field. They should be able to get to say whatever they want. So what? So what? Nobody should be getting fined for for saying how they feel. You know, because that's where they're going. Either we're going I'm going to take it to the media, I'm going to take it to social media. Like, you know what I mean? Like guys are going to say what they feel, man. You can't you can't you cannot censor like especially if they're not saying anything out of line, they just saying how they feel. Yo, I'm not happy with my situation. Yeah, I want to go. It is what it is. It is what it is. So you know, I, I I respect Draymond for for speaking up about it and 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 saying you know his piece about it because you look at how they're doing Andre Jarman They want to trade him, you know. So now he got to sit down. Or, you know, you, you, you guys, you know, you go make him change And now he got to sit on the bench, he got to act accordingly He got he still got to show up and be there With his basketball life in y'all hands Yeah, no No, 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 no you, you, We, we got to stop siding with the organizations here, man We can't, as fans, we just can't You should always want the player to win On the court, off the court You should always be on the side of the player now, we have have seen certain situations where it's hard to do that, but still. We, we, we can't be on the side of the machine, man. We just can't. Absolutely cannot. We cannot. Okay, so from the court to the ring, man. Let's talk boxing. Let's talk boxing. So this weekend, Adrian, the problem. Bro- wait a minute. 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 Wait a- Damn minute Before we get to the AB fight on Saturday Can we please Talk about how Ryan Garcia Is the biggest capper In the sport of boxing Bro he lied Unprovoked Nobody made him do this And he didn't delete the post Let's go to it people Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this because this this is just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Frankly, I don't I don't understand it. Wait, did he? No, he didn't delete the post. Oh my gosh! Let's read this. January twenty fourth. A dream turned reality. It's an honor to share the ring with at Manny Pacquiao. I will always respect what you did in and out of the ring. Here's to the best man winning. That was January twenty fourth. Then a couple of days ago, this was uh give me a minute, give me a minute. It was Valentine's Day or the day before, maybe a couple of days before. But hold on, give me a minute. I need because I need to read this word for word. I'm not just gonna. I need to. I need to read this word for word. Oh yeah, this was three days ago on the 14th, right? Oscar De La Hoya asked if there's any substance to the Manny Pacquiao versus Ryan Garcia. He said. No, we haven't talked to anybody yet We're trying to pin down one of Manny's people Who make the decisions and haven't had any success It's all just Instagram Family There's been no communication There's been no talks There's been no handshakes There's been no exchanging of DMs There's been no likes There's been no comments There's been no tagging there's been literally nothing of substance to even give Ryan Garcia the imagina- the, the imaginative, the, hold on, the imaginative thought that this fight would be happening, but he took it upon himself to post on Instagram last month as if a fight was happening. Brought all types of speculation, all the media outlets were hype I came in on here and told y'all why that fight shouldn't happen And come to find out, it's not happening Now Manny Pacquiao said he's training And said he'll be fighting somebody soon He'll have an announcement f- for us soon He didn't say who, and I my money's on anybody not named Ryan Garcia I don't know what's wrong with this kid, man I really don't I've told I i I've been telling you guys since he's come to stardom That that boy ain't nothing but an Instagram model Who happens to box I don't see the hype I don't see the hype inside of the ring I don't see the hype outside of the ring He's not that interesting to me His little, you know, his videos Where he posts on Instagram They don't entertain me I don't follow him on Instagram he, He's not... Any of my liking I'm sorry, I'm good I'm cool off Ryan Garcia And I'd be damned if I call that boy King Ryan No, 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 no Stop the cap, man Stop the cap Stop the cap And stop ducking work Stop ducking the Haney's The Lopez's The the uh the, the Davises, Bro, stop ducking work Stop it we didn't see you can walk into shots We seen it We know you don't want no smoke With a real banger You don't want to get in there with Tank We know that You can say all you want You can talk all you want You can hide behind Delahoy You can hide behind Golden Boy You can hide behind the zone But it's inevitable You can't run from it And I just really feel like you cannot cash the checks that your mouth has been writing over this last year I, I just don't see it I don't see it So for you to come on Instagram Tell the world, all your followers That you're about to fight Manny Pacquiao Then your own man tell us That no, that's that's not true It's just Instagram That just proves my point You're just an IG model You're a clout monster if you ain't know how to box, you probably be on TikTok shaking your ass. I really don't care for Ryan Garcia, people. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. It's just not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. At all. At all. So, let's get into the fight. Uh, The AB fight this weekend. Well, here, here, here's the thing. You know, legal legal trouble aside, financial trouble aside, I'm not I'm not here to talk about that. I you know I'm not talking about outside of the ring. I I'm I'm wanting to talk about strictly inside of the ring. Let, let, let's just let's talk about this. Adrian Broner. He's 31 years old, right? He's 31 years old, and he hasn't won a fight since. The split decision victory over Adrian Granados In February of uh, 2017 So he hasn't won a fight in four years Four years to the day That was the last time he won a fight Lost to Mikey Garcia July 2017 Unanimous decision Lost uh, He drew him and Jesse Vargas They drew April of 2018 Then he fought Lost to Manny Pacquiao Uh, Unanimous decision That was January 2019 That was his last fight So this is his first fight In two years And he's going up against An undefeated uh, Undefeated Giovanni Santiago Who's also 31 Listen man Inactivity 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 And it's just like bro Your last Four fights Last four fights You're one Two and one I don't think I don't know if we see Adrian Broner Against another big name Fighter again If he loses this fight This weekend I need to see him Fight this weekend and I need to see him back in the ring this summer He has to fight He can't fight one time And, and then be back next year And expect, you know, things that, This is not, we saw it with McGregor These combat sports, man Depending on, you know, who you are And, and who you get in there where You can't just keep jumping back in and out the pool Whenever you feel like it You gotta stay active I, I just, there's just no way You can just go get back in there it's been two years since he's been in the ring And and this isn't a guy Who has stayed the course You know like I said He has trouble Outside of the ring Anytime Adrian Brona is trending on Or on the shade room It's never good news It's never good news So this right here man This, this is his This has to be like his I'm sorry to boxing Like he needs to get in there And show the AB before he lost to Maidana Like he has to get hungry again And he has to want it He has to win this fight impressively for me To believe that he's taking it serious He has to win this fight impressively for the sport To to promoters, to other fighters To give him a shot again And he has to fight again this year He can't he can't win this fight and and then go get comfortable and don't come back until 2022. That's not gonna cut it. He has to get active. You're 31 now. You wanna you want back half you know the backside of 30. You know you got to make the most of your opportunities right now because you know you're still getting fights because of your name. But who are you gonna get, be getting in the ring with? Is the question. Will you see another big payday? Will you be on pay per view? These are questions that can be answered if you perform impressively Saturday night But Broner has to do that He has to He has to win impressively He can't get in there, pussyfoot around, not throw his hands No You gotta go in there and put on a show You have to You have to That's the only way that you'll get another you know, opportunity at a title Another opportunity at a pay per view, another opportunity against another big name opponent. That's it. This is it. I, I, to me, um, so let's see where can we go next. Let's talk about this JJ Watt situation. And I think I'll get you guys out of here for this week, man. Sorry, also, yeah, man, sorry for the wait once, one more time. Sorry for the wait. Sorry, I started my new job this week, so I was a little frazzled, you know. So, but sorry for the wait. Won't, uh, Can't say it won't happen again Y'all know how I am But Glad You know I hope you guys Have been enjoying This episode So let's cover the J.J. Watt Situation And we can get you guys On about it man So A couple days ago It was announced That the Houston Texans Will be moving on And uh, Parting ways With J.J. Watt And It sent waves It sent waves It sent waves It definitely sent waves You know This is J.J. Watt we know J.J. Watt is We know his body We know his work uh, Last year he was Second in most double teams I believe So he's still here man He He's still here He's still here He can still go He can still make an impact on defenses He can still be a heavy asset to an NFL team today And you know it's a shame that some of his best years, even though he's been injured, you know, have been wasted in Houston. Uh, you know, something his former quarterback, Deshaun Watson, can strongly relate to, free him. But you look at this offseason, upcoming free agency all over, man, it's going to be interesting. You know, we're going to see guys, guys are going to get paid this um summer, this spring, this summer. Guys are going to get paid. Guys are going to get paid. But in order to do that, it's going to come down to the salary cap. And everybody has been talking about J.J. Watt and what teams he could go to. I've, heard, you know, we've, but I think that what's important, like I said, the salary cap. It's all about who who's going to pay him, and how much will they be able to spend. You know, what what's J.J. Watt, you know, worth now? What what type of deal are we looking at for him? Is the question. You know, is it going to be a heavy deal? Like, what kind of, you know, I saw a tweet that guys could go sign one year. Prove it type deals To go win a ring Man I could I would like to see that man I don't think guys Are going to be trying to sign No long term Three Four year deals With all this going on With all of the You know With the cap space I mean with the cap Salary cap About to move around Um, You know Guys just betting on themselves It's Money's gonna be spent, man. Money's gonna be spent. We're gonna see. We're gonna see some interesting things this off season. We got Von Miller could possibly be on the move. Um, you know, it, it's gonna be good. But as far as JJ Watt goes, you guys already know I want him in Green Bay. I want him to come home. I want him to come home. We all know that. That's 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 a fact. But but you go look at. I had to go look at our bank account. I had to go check our statements. Somewhere negative thirteen point five million dollars under the cap. We couldn't even sign a damn letter If we wanted to Can't sign a soul dog Can't sign a soul Now the good teams The solid teams who are Who are good You know in good standing Look at this You got the Colts 78.4 million dollars In cap space That could be a landing spot You stay in a division You play on a good team With already a good defense Um, Then you can look at The Baltimore it could be Atlanta spot, twenty eight million. Uh you know, it, it's he I you know, they're saying Cleveland maybe with twenty nine million dollars in cap space. Um there's some teams out there, man. There's some teams out there. I I just, I was thinking Tennessee, but they don't have any money either. I can see him signing with Cleveland or Indianapolis. Um, and I th- I don't think even though everybody wants to see the Watt brothers in Pittsburgh, one Pittsburgh don't have no money. Two, I don't think that's a good landing spot for him. I mean, you look at the the owner of the Steelers; they don't even know what they want to do with Big Ben like that. I just don't see it happening up there. I don't see I don't see anything popping in Pittsburgh. I just don't. I don't see it. So like i said i'm looking at indianapolis i'm looking at tennessee man teams in the afc south with money and who can make a deal happen for jj watt because wherever he goes he's going to make an impact he just has to stay healthy he just has to stay healthy but i'm i'm excited to see free agency uh you know see guys go get paid i'm looking at aaron jones man he's in miami living his best life and i think he may be living his best life there come this fall even though he has the green bay uh Kids camp You know that can change Quickly man You never know man I, I could see him signing With Miami Or Buffalo But I just don't think That Green Bay Has the means To To do that Even with David Battiari Restructuring his contract And You know what I mean It's it's just gonna be tough To keep a, a back Who's gonna be wanting Elite CMC Alvin Kamara Type Money You know what I mean it, it, It's gonna be hard It's definitely gonna be hard For Green Bay to resign him. him um, Let's see man What else Who else Yeah I don't think I had too much On the J.J. Watt thing I think it's just Going to be interesting To watch So we'll all be Watching the play out Man I just can't wait For free agency to open You know even though Green Bay we don't Make moves in free agency I'd like to see Other teams make more, Make moves And I'd like to see Guys get paid Man, I like that Um, But I think That's all I have For you guys This week man uh, Make sure you continue to like subscribe retweet follow me on twitter at eric lyons tv and follow the podcast uh instagram at electrified pod uh, make sure you do all that stuff man thank you guys for the continued support make sure you uh subscribe to the youtube channel at electrified tv and all that good stuff and for the 129th time last episode in the 120s i'm eric lyons and you have just been electrified.